So there's different kind of taking care of ourselves and different kinds of taking care of others. Okay, let me, let me explain to you how our consciousness develops and works. The very primary, very elementary base of when our consciousness begins to develop, we call it the primal mode, your primal consciousness phase, which means a stage where you can see beyond your own emotions. You can see beyond your own wants. I want what I want when I want it. And if somebody doesn't deliver that to you, you throw fit. Being in that stage, it's okay to say yes. We're all babies. Right. It's okay to be there once in a while, but I feel most of you who are sitting in this room have ideally graduated from that. So after the primal stage of consciousness, the next stage of evolution is the collective mode. That is the part where we are learning in schools and colleges through family and relatives. We're learning to be a part of a collective whole. How do you interact, take care of others' needs as well as yours? Yes? For those of you who are empathetic to a great degree, you, your resonance, we're talking about resonance, you will feel other people's resonance around you way more deeply. Notice that? You feel, you feel everybody around you without them having to verbally tell you what they want. You will pick up on their thoughts, you will pick up on their feelings, you will pick up on their emotions. And your ability, that transparency of feeling that, creates a sense of oneness with them. And it's not a mental process, it's an energetic process. In that moment when you're feeling them, you are feeling their pain or the need or whatever that might be. And within you will be this urge to fix that. You cannot have that urge to fix it until you don't experience that sense of oneness energetically. For that moment, you meld with their energy and you are feeling their need within yourself, in your own resonance. That's what I meant. You come across someone, their frequency will start to create a resonance in yours. So for those of you who are experienced that, being in the collective can sometimes feel quite tedious because you're feeling it all the time and you're wanting to fix things for everybody, but it exhausts you. Yes? Now, how do you create that balance between sensing everything around you, everyone around you that creates your sense of empathy, your sensitivity to be a human being, which can then develop you further in your evolution of consciousness into the individual. So first is the primal, then is the collective, and the next stage of evolution is the individual, which means you can hold yourself you can take ownership of this instrument fully and completely and the resonance that's going on within it. That, that means becoming individual. Individual, that word means indivisible, which means it can't be divided anymore. You understand? Primal, 
all about me. Collective, I can sense others and respond to others as well. Individual, now being an individual doesn't mean that you will become deaf and blind to the people around you. It means that you will be able to hold your own, become self-aware and establish yourself in that self-awareness and then be able to interact and support from there. But it takes a conscious movement to truly establish yourself as an individual and then act from there. And that sense of individuality will then tell you how much do I need to extend myself, to what degree, and when to withdraw yourself. And the reason if any of you are not able to do that yet is because you're still in the process of developing and establishing yourself in that individuality. Does that make sense? Then taking care of yourself first has a very different frequency than the primal state of taking care of myself first. Right? That's called wisdom added to action. Wisdom added to compassion. And there's a balance. Are you good? Does that help you? Yes. This is weird in the mic. <laughs> I know it is. Um, so going off of what Peter just asked with when, for example, if you walk into a room and you start to feel like the negative energy of other people and you're picking up on that. So now I understand that that would be being part of the collective and mm -hmm. feeling someone else's sort of feelings put on you. And I guess I'm in that stage then of distinguishing what really is mine and what isn't because mm -hmm. I've felt that over and over and over again. I've sort of just assumed that what I'm feeling is all mine. So how inside do you distinguish what's yours and what's something you've picked up from somebody else? How do you distinguish that? Well, that's why we encourage you all to do an everyday practice with yourself. Because if you don't know what your core frequency is, do you know who you are? What, what, do, you, what do you feel like? What does the core frequency of Peter feel like? If you are very clear and if you're used to sensing your core frequency on an everyday basis, then it becomes very easy to distinguish between which frequency is you and which one is not you. But until you have not yet gotten to get accustomed to your own frequency and the uniqueness of your own frequency, each one of us has a very unique frequency, very unique. So first learn to get to know that frequency. And you can do that if you create an everyday daily practice, just sitting with yourself. I used to say for three minutes minimum, and that should be fine. I'm not doing that anymore. I have retracted that statement. I would say a minimum of half hour as the times are getting more chaotic and louder and noisier. 
you need a minimum of half hour every single day just with yourself and your own thoughts and with your own emotions. So slowly you will start to get to know your frequency. And once you get to know it, it actually becomes pretty easy to decipher what's me and what's not me. It becomes so clear that even a frequency that is you're not wanting to sustain in that collective, it's not my work to do this, it's not my job, this is their journey, not mine, you will be able to sustain that. So you're not carrying everybody's journeys on your back just because you have developed your consciousness to become sensitive enough to feel the collective. Yeah, most people are in the collective, but they are not sensitive to the collective. That is why we need so many rules and laws. If everybody was just aware, we wouldn't need, I mean, there would be no law system. Can you imagine that? We wouldn't need no policing. We would need no laws. We're heading there. Mm -hmm. But we require each of your participation for that. And it's okay if we start with a small group here. Someday, someday, and this is very contagious, by the way. Yogi Bhajan started in 1968, and it spread like wildfire. Mm -hmm. So each one of us, if we are resonating that presence of wholeness and harmony, it's very contagious because everybody's looking for that. Tell me, show me one individual who's not looking for wholeness and harmony. Even people who are creating the chaos are also looking for wholeness and harmony. They just don't know what it feels like. So if you can develop yourself and just through your presence, let them feel what it feels like to be in harmony, then something will click. A remembrance will take place in their minds and their hearts. For more inspirational offerings, visit us at sevenchakrayoga.com.